Hi, friends. Thanks for tuning in to In Other News, a random podcast about stuff. The kind of stuff you think about every day, or at least some days. Here's the setup. Once upon a time, three young guys worked together to deliver news and weather from a local TV station. Today, they're a little older, a little wiser, and they're back to discuss the things that really matter. And a few things that don't. Thanks for listening. Now here's Axel, Joe, and Adam. Okay, you see the red light flashing? Yep. Don't say anything inappropriate. <laughs> COVID sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I did tell somebody the other day, my new line is COVID's ruined everything. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to In Other News. Boy, it's been so long, gentlemen, uh, Axel and Joe, that I almost forgot the name of our podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, uh, We know that many of you have been wondering, hey, where, where are the guys? Have they just stopped their podcast or have they retired? Did they get bought out? Um, actually, <laughs> Good luck with that one. <laughs> no, no, one has, no one has asked anything about uh, <laughs> about the missing uh month uh here but we wanted to we wanted to jump in and get into our christmas series but oh covid ruins everything and for more on that let's bring in axel axel you had the covid demise i was the test subject that is correct yes guys i am uh happy to report i am back to almost 100 now but yes you are right adam about uh i think it was about five weeks ago i um Woke up with some symptoms and uh, took a COVID test. Uh, this was a self a self test, by the way, and that was negative. And so didn't think much of it. Uh, but the next day, I uh, felt a little worse, so I decided to take another test. And that test, you know, these self tests are, you know, you, you're supposedly waiting for 15 minutes. It's kind of like a pregnancy stick where you wait for a line to yeah, appear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And you buy them at Sam's Club and Ball. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And. For, for me or for our family, that's been the way to go because we're about 45 minutes from the nearest testing location. And uh, so these self-tests are the way to go for us. And uh, sure enough, I stuck that little stick into the solution and gosh, it wasn't even two minutes. And that big fat line that, you know, right next to COVID plus or COVID, whatever it said, yeah. was there. And uh, so you were like, yes, this isn't supposed to happen. Must be a faulty test or were you yeah. like, oh. And so I, my wife was home at the time. <laughs> so I remember I walked out of the bathroom and I said, I think I have COVID and here's why. And I stuck that stick in her face like she stuck the pregnancy stick in my face <laughs> some 11 years it's even ago. Better, it's an even better story when you say you took the test in the bathroom. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, but guys, believe it or not, so then, you know, I, f- I felt fairly fine. I just felt a little bit under the weather. But uh, truth be told, I would say within, you know, this this positive test came about maybe 11 o'clock in the morning. But, and by 6, 7 o'clock that night, I was really struggling to just even stay up straight. It was just, it knocked me down really fast. And so for about three days, I was out and I, I you know, out in the sense that I only wanted to be in bed and I, and I was longing for my next dose of Tylenol and mm. NyQuil and all the things I took just to kind of keep myself, you know, at, at a minimum uh, state of awareness. And it was it was it was it was kind of scary, but at the same time, I never really dropped off, you know, to a point where I, I never had to go to the hospital. I never had breathing trouble. It was just an honest. It was it was just a really intense cold, like I've never had it. 
And so, you know, three days I was out and I, and I guess I should mention for the record, I was fully vaccinated. When I say fully, I had two, you know, two doses yeah. and I had intended to get my booster shot that week. Of course I couldn't do that. So I, um, I just spent the time in bed. And of course you can imagine with a family of six, the, the idea of isolating, uh, was yeah, how did that a, work in your house? I, I think I saw a <laughs> Facebook photo of, uh, of a do not enter sign. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, the, the, the nice thing was all the kids were in school when I found out I was positive and, um, quick called up my doctor, got some instructions. And then I just kind of spent the rest of the afternoon to, uh, with the help of my wife to sort of set up the house for, you know, to live with a positive COVID patient for a while. And so, yes, we designated a couple of rooms that were the COVID zones that no one else should enter while I was in them. And that was one of, one of them was my home office. And the other one was our girls room, which we uh, refunctioned into another COVID zone. And um, everybody else was uh, uh, sent upstairs to, you know, sleep, use the bathroom and all those things. And um, for the times that we all had to be downstairs, you know, kitchen, dining and all that, I tried to stay away when everybody else was there, but I, I, you know, to be to be truthful, there are there were moments when it just wasn't possible because when you have a four year old who just barges into the room and said, "Daddy, can you <laughs> do this?" and you you know, quick threw on my mask and try to stay away from him, and and over time he he um, realized what was going on, and of course the isolation lasted for uh, ten days. Luckily, I felt like as quickly as I got knocked down. It was about the same speed that I snapped out of it. So about three days, four days later, I quickly improved. But um, the isolation, of course, was still a factor. And, um, you know, it, it that almost made it harder when you were ready to get out of bed. But, you know, really, you could only go as far as to your door. And unless your family was not near, you didn't really go out. So I'd say I probably spent, I don't know, 22 out of 24 hours in that room and watched a lot of Netflix did probably you, uh, too much get your shopping. Hallmark subscription uh, <laughs> fired up. <laughs> it is all fired up. I started that, so I'm 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 ready for that episode, guys. So <laughs> you got to catch up to me. I watched a few movies already. <laughs> and how, uh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say, how long? Uh, like, how often did you sleep uh, versus awake? Where you like, I'm awake for two hours, and now I'm gonna sleep for four hours. Or how did that? that go? You know what? That's uh, probably about the rhythm that I had. I would sleep four or five hours, and then get up and initially felt pretty good, but it, it, the, the loss of energy, the lack of energy was just astounding. Uh, so that was really eye opening because, um, even, and even once I recovered just, you know, going up the stairs or even just spending three, four hours at the computer for work, uh, you just needed to budget in some, some naps. And so it really takes the wind out of you. I'm, I'm just extremely grateful that I never had breathing issues because, you know, that's, that's, that's what gets many people into the hospital. And I like to think that, you know, uh, twice vaccinated, that that hopefully saved me from the worst of it. You know, three days, essentially, not 14 days or weeks or months. And um, as I said earlier, I do not have my smell back yet, which, uh, as I shared with you earlier, led to uh, me burning my mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving because I couldn't smell that they were burning. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> I am back up and running and... Um, so that led to the delay for our recording, and and you guys probably rolled your eyes when uh, we were set to record what 
about two weeks ago. And then I called you and I said, or I texted you and I said, guys, we got to postpone this one more time because then I got my booster shot and I was knocked down again for a weekend with side effects. And I'm finally through it all. And here we are in front of our microphones. We are glad that you're, uh, that you're safe. I, I take it that your family did not uh, no. contract it. Quite amazing, isn't it? Um, no. Um, and, and my wife, you know, my kids truly stayed away from me just about the whole time. But, you know, they were unvaccinated. They are all under 10 or, you know, they're 10, 7, 5 and 4. And um, my wife, you know, took one for the team and came into my room every once in a while, bring some food or, you know, clothes and whatnot. No, she didn't get it either. And so that's that was a good plus. I mean, yeah. just that we worried about that the whole time, you know, what if, what if that whole family is going to come down? So we'll chalk that up to the positive here. And Axel, uh, in our pre-planning, you, you did lose your taste and your smell, right? Taste, taste was gone for a couple, about a couple of days, but quickly came back, which was, which was great. But the smell left quickly and hasn't really fully come back. It, it, it I do test, you know, I, I like, I even like uh, these, uh, silly, uh, candles, you know, with, with, with the different scents and I'm not smelling it yet. So, uh, you know, there's good and bad. If you burn your food, it's bad. But, um, you know, when you're, when your dog does his business on the living room floor, then it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would never consider that a good thing, but well, uh, when you can't smell it, I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, well, we're, yeah. we're glad to have you back, buddy. I'm going to say glad you recovered. And yeah, that I, you're not the first person in my circle that I know that has had COVID and been very fortunate that everyone has recovered with, uh, that I know, but, uh, and I'm very grateful your family didn't catch it either. So yeah, yeah. nice work. Good to be back. You. Good yeah. to be back. Yeah, just in time for uh, another variant, right? Uh, that uh, <laughs> yes. seems to uh, break through even previous COVID cases. Because uh, I had heard back in the day that if you were vaccinated and then you had COVID, you were like bulletproof, Axel. Like that was your time yes. to yes. Uh, be a superhero. Uh, but uh, perhaps maybe not. We'll have to wait and see. That was an interesting learning uh, when I was recovered and sort of had my follow-up discussion with the doctor. I had asked, when should I get that booster shot? Fully expecting that I might be told, well, you know, you have natural antibodies now. Wait a few weeks. But she said, no, as soon as you feel good enough to get a shot and take the side effects, if you expect to have them, go do it. And so I did that because I guess the new thinking is that it's just unclear how, you know, how well your natural protection is because... It's so subjective to figure out if you had a strong case, you know, mild case, strong case, and how much does that produce for in terms of antibodies. So I think the thinking is just get that booster and get it on your way. But yeah, to your point, Adam, just a couple of days ago, I met uh, somebody who um, had their booster and ended up getting it very mildly only, but did get it. So. Yeah, well, you know, knock on wood uh, for the three of us and all of our listeners and everybody else uh, for the month of December, right? Yes, yeah, but absolutely. we're learning the Greek alphabet like uh, yeah, that's we right. never had before. <laughs> I did right. not realize Omicron was uh, a Greek yeah. letter. I thought, okay, we're just naming things at random now. This is the the wing it portion of the pandemic that we're just going to name it, and it turns <laughs> kind of like hurricane actually, names. <laughs> exactly, it turns out it is actually a Greek letter, which I no. didn't realize until now. It does not follow Delta though, does it? I wondered if there are if they skip some for some reason. They okay. skip some. They there are some because there should be a one. G in there, shouldn't there? Like yeah. Uh, 
there, but there's a couple that have uh, Greek letters that also are sound similar to individuals' names, so they oh, wanted to sure. skip those. Mm. Doesn't help those like Delta. Uh, I would think our re, uh, air carrier right. in this part of the world is not happy that <laughs> <laughs> to be named after a, a variant. But uh, yeah, they skipped a few letters to get to Omicron. Is that, that how you pronounce it? Because I uh, don't even say it because I'm not sure that I can pronounce it right. I've said um, Omicron uh, quite a bit. Oma. Omicron, Oma, Omicron, uh, kind of like Omaha. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Whatever I, it is, I don't want it. It's. I heard like a news anchor this morning uh, say it three different ways in the course of a segment. So <laughs> perhaps anything goes. Yeah, we're like I said, we're in the winging it portion of uh, the pandemic. So uh, whatever you want to call it, just call it that. Just it could be yeah. a Transformers character too. It, that's what it sounds yeah. like. Exactly. Yeah. All bad. COVID ruins everything. <laughs> we'll be the moral, yes. moral of the story. Yes. 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 So, uh, gentlemen, we are in December. It's our first uh, podcast in December. And, and you know, loyal listeners, the, the two of you who are loyal listeners. Um, <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> would, would know that, uh, you know, usually we do our, our annual, and I say annual because we did it last year, right? So um, our Hallmark episode. So we have that to look forward to hopefully in the month of December, but this year we thought we would have a, a gift guide. Um, and this really stems from full disclosure here. The marketing director said, you know what? I think people listen to podcasts about gift guides. So maybe you guys should do that. So, um, so I don't know about you guys, but I had to ask like, Oh, what would be good on a gift guide? So I have a, a list here that I, I uh, got from the family uh, and through my own exploration, and I know that you guys have some too, but uh, we thought we could talk a little bit about uh, gifts, gift ideas for the holiday season and do it early enough that uh, the supply chain shortages might not get you if you, <laughs> if we get this edited and out before the holidays. So, uh, so we're just going to, uh, each chime in here with a few of our best, uh, gift ideas and Joe, maybe we, uh, maybe we start with you, buddy. All right. Well, it depends on who you're asking to give this gift to. So if it's for like your wife, probably she would not appreciate this gift, but <laughs> I, I am very practical. Uh, if I'm giving a gift, I would like you to be able to use it versus something that's going to collect dust or it's something that's just very practical. So uh, the thing that Quick trip I cards. would love that you can't go wrong with that. It's always the right color and always the right size. But uh, the thing I would like myself even is the combination of a car jump starter and a home air compressor. And I'll tell you why. Uh, it's very, uh, again, a very practical gift. Uh, you never know if you're going to have to jump your car and you're parked in the garage the wrong way and you can't get your other car in there. Having these portable ones is a great uh, tool to have, or if you can't find anyone else to jump your car. And then the other thing that I found, especially here at the Thanksgiving travel time was everyone's pumping up their tires at the exact same time for Thanksgiving travel. Yes. So you're waiting in line to pump up your tires at the at quick trip or whatever. And then you get up there and it turns out that their air gauge is not working quite right. You're either standing there for 20 minutes trying to get a pound of air in your tires or, or it's just not working right. So uh, one of those 
combo gifts, I think it's a great gift idea for any guy or even my, I was talking to my mom this morning and she was having some battery trouble. And so she had said, oh, have you heard about these portable, you know, jumpstart things? Yes, I have, mom. So there you anyway. Go. And they I, made them I agree. the combo. I didn't realize that. I, I've seen the combo ones. I want nice. to say, yeah. Yep. I love it. And they and they're getting so much smaller now. I think uh, back in the day, I had one of those combo jump starters uh, slash air compressors, and you know the thing weighed about fifty pounds and yes, took up I half of your those. trunk, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they're a lot smaller and uh, a lot handier. I would say. Yep, a lot more portable than the old days for yep. sure. Yep. Yeah. Axel, what about you? What's uh, what are what's on your gift ideas? Clearly, you have a lot of people to get gifts for. That is true, and uh, I'll share an idea that is uh, geared toward your spouse, and that could, that could be, you know, on the female side or the male side. And in our family, we've recently struggled with, you know, just kind of being stressed out from handling, uh, you know, or, uh, just managing kids kids' social lives and activities and school conferences and extracurricular activities and um but they're also not they're also not old enough yet where we as mom and dad could say all right let's get away for a weekend and that's always sort of like that dream scenario you know can we just get away for a weekend from it all um we love our kids but you know you want to have some alone time too and so last couple of years we we started something where uh and it's not necessarily tied to christmas but this year i will make it part of christmas and so i will have to make sure my wife was not going to listen to this podcast until after christmas <laughs> but um we have uh, started a thing where we um give to each other sort of an alone day or two away right and so in my case i um last year i um gave my wife i've i've I uh, found a nice town that was in driving distance. In this case, it was Decorah, Iowa. It's about you know 45 minutes, an hour away from here. I found a spa where I um, arranged for a you know a service to be booked, and then I found a neat little hotel or a bit of breakfast nearby, and I gave it to her as sort of a you know here's your 24 hours of bliss without kids, without maybe the nagging husband. Don't worry about anything. Go read your books or work on your podcasts and things like that. And so, and she really appreciated that. So, so I'm really big into giving experiences, and that seemed to really um, flow well. And um, uh, so, so that's what's going to happen again this time. And uh, I just have to, and you know, and this is something you could literally do even the day before, you know, Christmas Eve, you could call up a couple of places and book something and make up. A certificate or in my case i always ask those establishments if they could send a flyer or you know something that i can still wrap or stick in an envelope uh to make it you know make it something nice to look at and so that i think uh, could go over very well and you can do this in you know any any price range you can keep it simple um i think in this case i had i, I think i arranged for uh she 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 likes her breweries and so i had looked up a brewery i believe i forget what what it was and um so that's where she had a little supper and sure by herself and you could question well wouldn't you want to spend a day together sure we would but right now at this point in time it's not as easy and so we said let's just do some alone time every once in a while that's that's impressive so it's a gift without you or a gift away from you yeah it's almost so it's like your solo time you, you send her to the brewery 
Correct. Yeah. Or the spa or the hotel. This is starting to tell a lot about a lot about you, Axel. <laughs> no, it's a great it's a great thoughtful <laughs> gift. I I that's very a very good idea. I like it. Yeah. You can support local businesses too if you want. And so yeah, it's gone I, over very well. I uh I love the idea of experiences too. And I think uh, you know, especially for for couples, uh uh you know, experiences, uh, even for families, but for sure for couples, uh, experiences uh, are great gifts um, and something that, you know, you you build some memories with. So I, I love that idea. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, so we have a couple of traditions, I think, that, uh, that might be worthy of gift ideas. Uh, we uh, have always tried to grow readers in our house. So we yeah. started a long time ago with a book box at Christmas. So it was a special box that we had uh, for each of the kids that that every year uh, has a new set of books in it or magazine subscriptions. Um, because now as the kids have gotten older, uh, there's interest in magazines. Yes, you can still get magazines and um, so, so book boxes based on their interests, uh, are one thing that we, that we commonly have, uh, at the holidays. Uh, the other thing is games, um, you know, something that we might be able to play, uh, as a family and two of our favorites, uh, are ticket to ride. Have you guys ever heard ticket to ride? Yes. Yes. yes we have it. We have, have a copy. Yep. We, we love that game. And then the other one, uh, is, Trekking the national parks. We're big fans of the national parks. And there's a game called Trekking the National Parks, which interestingly is a little bit like Ticket to Ride. Uh, but but both are games that we thoroughly enjoy uh, as a family. Adam, uh, quickly going back to the book boxes. So the book, the the boxes, th- those that's what's under the tree then? Or? Yep, so the boxes, the boxes uh, under the tree. And then within it, there might be you know, anywhere between four to seven books in that box. Oh, okay. And then, That's great. You know, and they open it up. They take the they take the books back. We reclaim the box, and the box reappears next year with <laughs> new books in it. Oh, neat! That's wonderful. You know, it. Um, when I moved to America and questioned, you know, what what is gift giving for kids? And somebody shared the guideline with me: something you want, something you need, and something to read. Yes. Yes. And. Um, you know, for a while, it's more like 50 things I want, one <laughs> yeah. thing I need, and two books to read. <laughs> right. So uh, that never worked out for us. But I, I love that book idea. That's that's good. I love it. Yeah. It's um, it's worked out well uh, for us. And, uh, you know, it, it really encourages usually what you would find is, you know, whether it's the as soon as we're done opening presents, usually about an hour and a half after that, everybody's immersed in a book or a magazine. Oh, I love it. Yep. Very yeah. cool. And the game is another way to keep the family together, to, to have an experience together of, of playing a game. That's a, another good, simple family activity. So good on you. Good job. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to talk about uh, speaking of boxes. Can you hear this? So um, sounds yeah. like jingle bells. <laughs> uh, it's not actually, and this is it falls still in the line of a practical gift, but I don't know how many of you have, parents or spouses or just family members or even yourself that has oodles and oodles of either uh, old photos in a box or um, old home movies or home videos in a box. They're just 
gathering space and gathering dust and you don't have the technology to play some of these movies anymore. So I, you, you guys may know where I'm going with this. Cause I texted you asking about this, what you, what you thought of this, but giving a gift of uh, one of these services that trans uh, transforms your old media into digital format. So I, uh, Black Friday sale. Uh, one of these companies. Uh, can I? Should I say the name? I'll just say it's a, a company. That, okay, it's uh, a gift with, guide. You got to say the name. Yeah, yeah that's right. I, I went with Legacy Box, and so okay. Legacy Box had this deal where you could uh, trans uh, turn two videotapes, two home movies, into uh, either DVDs or a downloadable file for like twenty nine bucks. Well, any length. Of any length. Okay. So um, I did this and to take advantage of Black Friday, I actually did it twice because I have four videotapes I need to send in. So I ordered this twice. So instead, otherwise, it would have been like closer to 90 bucks to do. This way, it was only, you know, what, like 60 bucks. So um, what you do, you just throw your media in a box. Uh, you label it with a barcode. You send it off to the company and they said whatever is on that tape or film or whatever you give to them they will digitize it for you and have it ready to um for you to download from their server or if mm. you want to buy cloud space they'll store it for you forever if you want um and and take care of it that way because we've got old videotapes from when my son was born you know as the first few years of life videotape degrades after about 10 to 15 years the color yeah. starts to fade yeah. they yeah. start to get brittle so i figured okay now would be the time to get that transposed into a dvd or a digital file we could use for the the future in the meantime i still need to find a way to transpose my old tv career from a VH <laughs> yeah. vhs tape into a into something else since uh legacy box uh will not take copyrighted material which oh, are, oh are, that's are, good to know you yeah. may have to do it like the bootleg movie uh, guys yeah. do, where you just yes. uh you know you have it on a screen and you record off the screen yeah uh you, you can send copyrighted material in but you have to send in the organization that's going to waive the copyright so in our case our old tv station would have to send something in saying oh by the way yeah this is joe's tv career it's okay for you to dub this into something else <laughs> so longer of value exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i didn't figure i wanted to go to our old employer to say hey can you waive the copyright on the entire five-year tv career i had on this videotape i didn't want to mess with it so we'll figure out another solution yeah. But anyway, uh, that's uh, another handy thing for people who are looking to declutter and get some of this old, you know, uh, old media onto a new digital format. I like it. Do they do you know, any editing, Joe, or any anything? They will uh, do some touch-up enhancements uh, to make it uh, look better, um, but they won't do like, oh, I want you to take the first five minutes from this videotape yeah. and the last 10 minutes from this videotape. They don't do it. They'll just straight dub. But if there's like, you know, like, which we're we're all prone to do, uh, especially me, you know, every once in a while you were recording with those video cameras and you forgot that you turned it on. And it's like the next 27 minutes are a shot of the ground walking by <laughs> as you carry the camera. Will they take that out? 
I don't think they will take that out. I think it's like <laughs> nice. I said, it's a, whatever they put on there, uh, they will, they will dub here. They've got a very nice instructional mag, uh, manual here about what they do. So, um, I was just going to take a pic. I mean, you could even send in all the audio cassettes. Like if wow. you had a recording of your father reading a bedtime story to you as a little kid, you could send that in, um, slides, the whole the whole shit match. Do you get the original back as well? You get the original back okay. as well. Yep. Nice. No need to rewind. They will do it for you. Leave your videotapes in a case. Have the barcode on. If your tape is moldy or moisture damaged, they will not be able to process. Huh? For the record, I was also excellent at recording with the shutter on. <laughs> <laughs> Got good, I think, good uh, dark, dark light video then. <laughs> Legacy Box uh, should be ready to be a sponsor here now, shouldn't they? Should be, yeah. yeah. It should. Well, I'm going to send. I'm going to send them in, and I can report back on what their overall quality turns out to be. So, would love uh, to hear yeah. that. That's that's a great uh, personal gift, Joe. And yeah. um, personalized gifts uh, are the way that I've chosen to um, satisfy my gifting needs uh, when it comes to sending them overseas. Uh, for the 500 new listeners that we're having today, I am from Germany <laughs> and. Um, Still have family there, and uh, uh, so a lot of uh, mailing happens overseas, Christmas cards. And so the question always comes up: What what can I send overseas to, you know, my mother or godmothers, godfathers of our kids that is not too heavy? Because postage overseas is just uh, it's horrendous these days. And so I have um, really taken on to some of these services, you know, like Shutterfly, Vistaprint, uh, where you can personalized just about anything these days i mean I, it's amazing every year they add new things you know whether it's a blanket or a pillow or whatnot so for quite a while now for for actually at least 10 years i've always put together uh, a calendar of our you know with our favorite pictures of our kids that gets shipped to all their sponsors you know godmothers and you know, including including grandma and uh, overseas, you know, and that's a simple thing to mail. It's, you know, it's a stack of papers essentially. And then, uh, you know, uh, I've started putting some other, uh, pictures of our kids on like little notebooks or just something that's, you know, a, a, just a little, you know, it's not a massive gift, but it's a little token of appreciation and personalized with a personal value to it. And, um, I've been extremely pleased, uh, uh since we're promoting companies here, I'll give a huge shout out to Shutterfly. <laughs> My favorite uh, service of them all because quality is uh, has been fantastic, quick service, quick turnaround, and um, reasonably priced. So um, great, great, uh, a vast menu of things you can personalize, whether it's with a picture or some other design. It's 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 just amazing. So really recommended. Yeah, we also uh, do the calendar thing, and that is a great gift, uh, especially for the grandparents, and yeah. um, they really. They really like that. I will, uh, I will echo the Shutterfly thing. I, when you guys get uh, the the, I'll be curious when you get uh, the Christmas card from the Brazes. You'll have to let us know if you spot spot the issue of the year. Let's just Ooh. say that they were we they were made rather hastily, and uh, <laughs> I didn't necessarily notice the issue uh, until Amy pointed it out. But um, but we'll just see if you guys catch on. Uh, they should be coming soon to a mailbox near you. 
It's, it's funny you mentioned that, Adam, and I'll issue the same challenge, um, although I'll tell you what it is because my mother called me out on it. I uh, had a FaceTime call with her earlier, and of course, she's back home in Germany, and I showed her the Christmas card, and she says, Axel, you didn't smile very nicely there. And I said, <laughs> mother, if you knew, this was the day after my COVID booster shot, and I was essentially <laughs> in bed, but I couldn't reschedule the photographer, so I peeled myself out, and I told the photographer, we can do this in 10 minutes, or I'm going to crash right in front of you. So that is the best smile you can get that year. You mean she wasn't like, Axel, why are you standing six feet away from everyone else? <laughs> yeah, it didn't go that far. <laughs> so... Well, here's a, I have a couple ideas for, uh, maybe it's for the, the man. Uh, I, I have, I think I've probably talked about this maybe too much, uh, and I don't think we can get them as a sponsors, but I, I think I told you guys that I joined Apple fitness. Um, yes. And, uh, I have really come to like it. I think the instructors are great. Uh, it's really for any level you can get a good workout and it's, I think it's what, $79 for the year. So much less than the cost of a gym membership, lots of stuff you can do without equipment. Um, maybe that's not the best. I don't know what kind of message that sends as a gift idea. Like, Hey, you really need to work out. <laughs> but, um, but if there is an Apple enthusiast who maybe interested in working out. It could be a gift idea. Otherwise, the thing that I would say is uh, I have uh, through through uh, the younger me who is, uh, is really uh, teaching me a lot of things about woodworking and carpentry, I have learned the value of a good set of cordless tools like uh, DeWalt or uh, Milwaukee, you can take your pick. They're all on sale right now. And uh, I have come to appreciate the value of a very good set uh, of cordless tools, uh, mix of drills and saws and those sorts of things. Uh, it makes the job so much easier than dragging around power cords and all that other stuff. Uh, they can get spendy, especially the batteries, but uh, well worth it, even if you are an aspiring handyman long lasting too really right wouldn't you yeah. say yeah. yeah 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 i mean uh we uh we uh started way too late on this project uh, we are continuing our shed project which we started in november which is not smart by minnesota standards yeah, yeah. who builds a shed in november in minnesota yeah, uh, yeah exactly I, I was wondering the same thing the as brazes we, as we were out there this afternoon in the snow uh, trying to get it sealed up for winter uh, i think we're going to make it. It's going to be a very close call. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but those power tools have come in very, very handy on that project. That's a good idea. Yeah, I don't have enough power tools. I I, I need more of them than what I have. But uh, your cordless comment uh, made me think of um, another really great gift idea. And I see them on sale everywhere now. Anything, a lot of these audio accessories, headphones, or especially for the Apple enthusiasts, the AirPods. Uh, um, you mm -hmm. can get a very good deal on the latest or the Air uh, was it AirPods Pro version, which is the kind I have. Uh, you can get a much cheaper than what I yeah, had yeah. when they came out. So, um, if you've got uh, an audio file in your household or someone who has a an Apple iPhone, I I I, I really enjoy my my Air. Pods Pro. The only the only drawback is getting them to fit just right in your ears. Yep. Uh, uh, that's the only drawback to them. But really, if you can get rid of a cord for a headphone or for earbuds, do it. 
yeah. I, I can't. It, it frustrates me now that I have uh, corded uh, headsets. So they I were like one hundred and forty nine dollars at Sam's Club uh, the other day when I was in there. I almost was like, "Wow, I should just buy this to resell it." <laughs> Um, <laughs> or to give to Axel, I'm still corded all the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you guys, um, this was a COVID side effect, not in a medical sense. But, you know, when I had, did have enough energy to just stare at my phone or my laptop, I did fall victim to all of these, you know, here are the top 25 things on Amazon right now that are under $10. Yes. And uh, I may have bought a few things and a few more things and a few more things. But, you know, in at the end of it, so, for example, I bought, <laughs> this is funny, but I like to bake and cook. So I, I bought a an, an, an egg yolk separator, right? <laughs> it's just a plastic <laughs> thing. And you separate the egg whites from the egg yolk. I also bought a um, nifty little uh, garlic press that is not, not the kind that where you squeeze together, but you just kind of push it onto the garlic clove and, and kind of uh, uh, kind of seesaw back and forth. And so there's all these little things and, you know, I bought them and they all came in a box and I thought, you know, this is, this is great. This could even be, you know, a small gift for a neighbor or, you know, your aunt that is, you know, good, that is uh, that loves to spend time in the kitchen, that sort of thing. So these lists, you know, as commercialized as they are and certainly are not top 25 of anything just the idea to you know they triggers some trigger some um gift ideas that are very inexpensive and could just make somebody's day so made mine that's that's uh that's that's right i like the idea of um stuff that isn't super expensive too uh in that so good good finds uh, axel i the last thing maybe that i'll mention is good old legos um, oh, and yes. I think that in the past, uh, you would have thought that Legos were just for kids and largely they are, um, we have tons of Lego sets, uh, at our house, but the thing that I was surprised to find in the Lego aisle this year is that they seem to be also catering to adults or trying to open the adult market with, uh, new kind of sub brands called Lego art um, and other things that would be popular with adults, like they now have a Lego friends set that you can put together, like not Lego friends, but actually they remember the TV show, the sitcom friends, like mm -hmm. yep. Yep. they have a set for that. Now, most kids who we would think about playing with Legos have no idea who friends, uh, the show is. So, uh, so we started to see them trying to enter new markets. And I actually had a, a friend who was in his thirties who still enjoyed uh, playing with Legos. And what we do is, uh, you know, the problem with it, with these nice sets is once you put them together, it's like, okay, what do I do with this now? And uh, what we have done is we have, uh, we, we leave them up for a little while. You can admire them. And then we take them back apart and put the instructions in it and put it all in a single bag so that either, the kids can enjoy putting it together again, or we could, uh, you know, loan it out or sell it to someone else uh, for their use. You bet. I think I wrapped uh, three Lego sets just last week for this for this year's Christmas. So always a hit in our house still. Well, now your now your kids can't listen to the podcast oh, either. That's right. <laughs> but that may be that may be good, uh, Axel, because uh, you have a topic that you wanted just to talk about. I do. I do, guys. Uh, at the last minute, I said, hey, gentlemen, I realize you have older kids than mine. Mine, again, are 10, 7, 5, and 4. And um, 
increasingly I am wondering about what, what at what point do they start questioning Santa Claus? And, uh, you know, my 10, soon to be 11 year old is very deeply still into this uh, topic. And um, so I thought yeah, I'd pick your brain. Yeah, should we put out the disclaimer right now before yeah, we dig into we, this yeah, too far? Good point. We should. So if you're driving in the car right now with your kids or your kids are around you at home, maybe now's a good time to stuff their ears or send them upstairs or downstairs, watch some TV while we discuss uh, this very magical topic. Yeah. Otherwise, fast forward about five minutes. And yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell the German, gentlemen, tell the German how to deal with when to first of all, when to expect this question, and then how to deal with it? You know, is Santa Claus real? Um, so we the the we may not be the model citizens here. Uh, I was telling you guys in the pre-show that uh, I think most of our kids were aware by age eight, if not before, and uh, the approach that we took was um, if they asked. We just gave them the straight up answer, uh, which Fair. I mean, I guess the inverse of that would be don't ask, don't tell. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, but yeah, it was, if they, if they said, is Santa real? Is the Easter bunny real? Is the tooth fairy real? Uh, we would be like, oh, you got us. Sorry. No. Um, which makes us sound a little bit like Grinches uh, because kids can ask those questions fairly early on, uh, you know, and I think, uh, but, but, but we also didn't want them to be in a position where uh, they were getting old and could be in a position where they were, you know, made fun of at school yeah. or something like that for, for, for holding a belief that, you know, everyone else around them, because that can be very humiliating, I think, uh, you know, and uh, we wanted to avoid that situation. Didn't make a difference in their presence. I think some, some parents, maybe even us included, or our kids included, you know, might've worried, well, does this mean I don't get presents from Santa anymore? Um, Shocker. uh, No, Uh, it did take a lot of stress off of us. uh, 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 Late night trying to sneak into the house and, place presence and although i do miss the cookies <laughs> <laughs> now but so adam you have three kids and so did you have to did you have a situation where you know some of your kids knew and the others didn't and you had to collaborate with them yes uh and they all uh they all played it pretty well okay okay yeah. that's yeah. encouraging to hear there may have been i don't i'm not 100 percent sure there may have been a bribe or a penalty involved <laughs> threats potentially, but I uh, know they, they played it pretty well because they, uh, you know, they didn't want to ruin it for, nobody wants to be the one to ruin it for their siblings. I think. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. I think they would stick together like that. I agree. How about you, Joe? Well, we just have the one and I'm trying to think exactly when it was. I think by age nine, he knew, and it wasn't like, Oh, did you know this isn't real? It was more like, uh, he, I think he knew a year before 
we confirmed it with him. So, um, but he just went along because uh, maybe, maybe for what you had said, uh, Axel, that uh, he didn't want to risk losing out on a present uh, otherwise. But no, uh, we asked him probably about age nine or so, definitely before he was 10 about, uh, so uh, what do you, do you believe in Santa Claus? What do you think about Santa Claus? And he confirmed that he already knew the answer. He Hmm. heard, heard it at school and kind of put, question things along the way and figured, you know, how could someone get all the way around the world and in just one night? So, um, he was not devastated. He did not feel lied to. Um, we also said that just because you know, doesn't mean you need to tell everyone because you have cousins and friends and probably classmates who mm-hmm. still believe and you do not want to be the one to ruin it for them. So because that can be very traumatic, a very traumatic memory for people who have found out other ways. So, um, uh, no, he has with most things, I think I figured it out myself as a kid too. Uh, but, um, once you have the confirmation, conversation with a parent um to say other people do believe so you know don't ruin it for them either yeah my you know my biggest fear is that uh, my 11 year old would bring up that question you know when we're all in the car together and you're not you know you can't have that honest conversation with them because you have the younger kids there too so i hope that she you know that if, she, if you know if she's at that point and maybe assumes that yes the answer will be that uh, it is just uh, make believe that she poses that question in sort of a solo setting and you know one thing i read the other day which i really like is that if they come to you and they question it um not based on another friend or you know a classmate saying it but based on their own sort of investigating the idea of you know a person going all around the world, delivering millions of gifts, that you um, shape the conversation into something where you uh, sort of applaud them for their critical thinking and coming up with this, uh, you know, questioning it and, and sort of telling them, wow, you know, you, 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 you're growing up, you, you can conclude some, some, some amazing things here to kind of turn it around and make it into a reward. You figured this out. And then explaining that, yes, this construct exists because this is how we teach the littlest ones to, um, you know, believe in the magic and that, you know, in giving and, and receiving and that will never go away. Right. You can always the Christmas spirit never goes away. So uh, it's just a matter of what your personal construct becomes once once the given one goes away, the Santa Claus. So I will. uh I'm kind of hoping that it's still going to be a little while. Like I said, she's 11 years old now. But uh, just the other day, she said um, she actually declared that the tooth fairy is probably not real. And I questioned, why Why do you think that is? And she says, well, I thought I saw you some night sneak some money on <laughs> oh. my brother's pillow. <laughs> <laughs> and I sort of just gave her a smile and a smirk and she walked away. So there wasn't an official confirmation <laughs> yeah. on my part, but. You know, I think we both looked at each other and probably, you know, like with you, Joe, and your son, it's, you know, they can they can very well play it off and just kind of deal with themselves personally without having to speak it out loud. Mm-hmm. I was actually, uh, I was probably lucky that our children 
uh, you know, figured this out early on because I am notoriously good at ruining surprises, um, That's right. especially around Christmas presents. <laughs> like I, let's see, one year we were giving our daughter a dollhouse and I left it out on the garage steps, uh, you know, to carry in, in the box. And she walked out and she's like, Hey, what's this? And, you know, there's no good recovery to something like that. There isn't. There um, isn't. Uh, we, we had a similar incident already this year, uh, thanks to Walmart, uh, in their curbside pickup where they did not put the package in a bag, um, and just carried it out while everybody was watching. So, Yay! Uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, better not to be surprised when it comes to gifts, right? Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate this input. Um, I will, uh, if and when the time comes, I will resort back to uh, some of the things you shared here, and maybe uh, at a future episode we can uh, re-litigate this topic. Sounds great. Speaking of surprises, uh, Joe has a uh, has the lightning round for us. So, Axel, you and I better put on our thinking caps and be ready for that. And uh, let's just take a quick break, which really means like five seconds uh, for me to get a drink of water. And we'll be right back. All right, gentlemen, are you ready for the quiz? Oh, actually, before we get into the quiz, uh, did you look at the Costco magazine this month, page 13? Uh, Ooh, I have not. Are we highlighted? No, but I <laughs> think we could be. We would have the opportunity because they are looking for people who uh, have stories of being all in on Costco. Maybe they've painted uh, their, uh, downstairs looking like a Costco or they've named a pet Costco. Could you name one of your kids Costco? I mean, you've got multiples. Yeah. Could they rename one for this? Otherwise, uh, we should notify them of the entire podcast episode devoted to Costco. That is a to... brilliant idea, Joe. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if we've got our Costco magazine yet. Uh You're talking hmm. about the monthly. You're not talking yeah. about the you're talking about the magazine, not the not the flyer. The magazine, the, the Costco magazine. connection. It's got the cheese yeah, right. on, the, on the cover this month. So I have, uh, not, I have not received that yet. Uh, look on page 13 uh, when you do get it. So we can uh, talk we about that to, later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, uh, holiday gift quiz time. So I've got a few questions for you folks. Uh, Axel, you're going to get the even-numbered question. And Adam, you're going to get the odd-numbered question. So, and then uh, I'm going to have you collaborate a little bit on the last one because I think I'm might be tough so all right uh adam you get the first one all right according to statista i think is the yes one. i okay. love statista all right more u.s consumers plan to buy the most gifts from what category of goods this holiday season toys and hobbies clothing and accessories gift cards Ooh, um i'm gonna go with gift cards well, if we're talking statistical significance, no. Uh, actually, uh, the, the most goes to clothing and accessories. What? So, yeah, but I, it's I only, thought we were still in pandemic era clothing. Well, it's true, but really the it's a 1% difference between who says, oh, we're buying clothing and accessories for everyone, to those that are saying, we're buying gift cards or toys and hobbies from everyone. 77% said clothing. Speaking of clothing as a gift and Costco, have you guys seen that they now make 
Kirkland sweatshirts. Yes, I saw those. And they are they the, the ugliest thing ever. I know. I've never I've always questioned that that Kirkland logo is not, you know, it's not super it's just, you know, it's generic, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I don't know that I would want to have it on a sweater. Costco, but not enough to wear a Kirkland sweater. <laughs> <laughs> and we just lost our sponsorship. There we yeah. go. I guess we're not going to do that after all. All right, uh, Axel, it's your turn. So we're going to stay with that Statista survey that this year, more U.S. consumers plan to buy gifts for A, their home and kitchen, or B, their pet. Ooh. I'll still say home and kitchen, although oh. I think pet, no, it's, it's pet, but it's close again. More people say they're going to buy for a pet than they will buy for their home or kitchen. It's Axel, close. we are, we are not doing well. To start. No, no. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Adam, back to you. Holiday gift expenses is the topic here. So the average planned expenditure among Americans on their 2021 holiday gifts for their family members will come to a total of what? $1,000. Uh, you want some choices? Uh, apparently, yes. Okay. <laughs> Is it uh, A, $310, B, $510, or C, $1,010? Uh, C, $1,010. Uh, B, 500. No! Uh, we're talking the average, we're talking average Americans, uh, 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 not, not one percenters <laughs> like you. All right. So, uh, I swear I heard that in the news must be <laughs> liberal news that are just inflating well, the numbers. <laughs> so e even at $510, that would be the highest average spending measured in the past decade and a half. Uh, on the other hand, projected gift expenditures on friends remains the same as last year. So gentlemen, you'll get the same thing from me this year as you did last year. <laughs> My warmest personal regards. And that is it. <laughs> All right, Axel, we're going to stick with the holiday gift expenses question here. So, okay, we just heard $510 is what the average average uh, expenditure will be for your family. So juxtapose that with this information. Now, according to a Deloitte survey, a record number of Americans say they won't be buying any holiday gifts at all this year. What percentage of Americans say they are not buying gifts this year? Is it A, 5.5%, B, 7.5%, or C, 11.5%? Oh, those are very, very low. Um, uh, I... I'll say I'll will pick the lowest the two percent or what what that was. Oh, I the think it, I don't know, Axel. I think I would go higher. Higher? Huh? I think I think I might go higher. I wouldn't I'll say more higher. than five. I would go higher. Even higher. Eleven percent. All right. Eleven. <laughs> yeah. Eleven and a half percent of Americans say they will not buy any gifts at all this year. And uh, so, I think Adam, what you had heard about uh, high-income households are going to spend five times more than what lower-income households are going to do this holiday season. That's which, exactly uh, it. Yes. Which kind of influences the average? It's throwing the average off a little bit. So, all right. So, uh, Adam, I think it's your turn again. Uh, question number five. So, when you think holiday gifts you have to think about toys right so the national toy hall of fame is in rochester new york and they recently inducted their 2021 class for the toy hall of fame which of these items did not make this year's inductees list oh, american girl dolls risk the board game risk sand or tickle me elmo 
Uh, American Girl dolls. You want to guess again? <laughs> I guess. Um, let's go with sand. Uh, that is actually in the Toy Hall of Fame. Tickle Me Elmo did what? not make the Hall of Fame. Yes, <laughs> sand is apparently a toy. I don't know how you feel about this. I, I don't want to get off on well, a Well, there candid. are sand boxes, I suppose. <laughs> there are. There's colored but... sand. So according to, I, I don't want to get Wait, wait, wait. you're actually way. talking about sand. And as in sand, sand, <laughs> sand as yes, as a toy. S a n d. I I, I thought it's some toy that I just didn't know no. what it is. You <laughs> no. know, it's sand, sand, <laughs> sand <laughs> is in the toy hall of fame. <laughs> so, uh, so according to the news release that they put out when they said, okay, American Girl dolls, Risk, and Sand are the three inductees into the toy hall of fame this year uh sand is the most universal and oldest toy in the world is what they claim <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the curator for the museum uh the toy hall of fame said that although although some playthings can only be found online or in certain stores sand has a global reach that most <laughs> toy manufacturers would envy it is a vehicle for play since prehistory and anyone who has spent a day at the beach can understand the Wait, 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 wait. What is prehistory? Uh, prehistoric, <laughs> I guess, because sand is a building block for lots of things. It's not it's not a toy. It's not a toy. I don't know. They display that. <laughs> See, it's in a jar. <laughs> and who who accepts the award for hey sand? You congratulations! Yeah, You're true. in the Toy Hall of Fame. Who's who's getting that award? So, anyway, then just FYI, stick and ball are also in the Toy Hall of Fame. So I think yeah, anyway, let's let's move on. <laughs> cardboard box. I bet cardboard boxes. Boxes in the, is in the Hall of Fame. Yep, yes. I looked it up. Boxes in the Hall of Fame. But then there are other things like GI Joe dolls and uh, that are Star not. Wars. No, G.I. Joe is in the Toy Hall of Fame, oh, okay. Star Wars, and a lot of board games. But anyway, sand, yeah, I'm, yeah, sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, back to you, Axel. We're, the theme now is white elephant gift. According to legend, what is the origin of the white elephant gift, or how did it get the name white elephant? Oh, my gosh. Is it something to do with China? Somehow, I feel like close, close, yeah, close. Uh, that part, Asia, that part of the world. That's about all I know. I don't know. I don't know the backstory. Okay. Uh, Adam, do you have a guess? Because you're no. big into white elephant. No, all, right. <laughs> all right. According to the legend, the tradition of the white elephant gift began long ago with the king of Siam. That's now Thailand. Oh. That uh, the king would actually give white elephants to anyone that he disliked. <laughs> so <laughs> these... Because white what? elephants are rare, they're rare, and they're quite expensive to care for. So a white elephant, while it's a respected symbol in Thai and Buddhist cultures, you can't get away with regifting a white elephant or putting it to work because mm. white elephants are sacred. Wow. So this was this was a bad gift. So it's kind of <laughs> like a stick it to you sort of gift. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's that's where that term uh, allegedly came about, according to the legend. So mm. all right. Adam, you are a big white elephant fan. So white elephant gift exchanges are known by other names in other parts of the United States. Which of these terms is not a lexicon for a white elephant gift exchange? Or it's you come up with these. Well, which one did I make up on this list? Is a white elephant gift known as a Yankee swap in New England? Is it known as Dirty Santa in the southern U.S.? Or is it known as Crap? Stravaganza in Colorado. 
Which one is not the real one? Which one is not the one? The yeah. crap extravaganza. <laughs> Even though I think White Elephant could be called crap extravaganza because that's what it really is. Oh, it's a white elephant. No. <laughs> uh, no, Inevitably, there's that singing fish that shows up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next question, Axel, for you. Okay, the holiday story about a young husband and wife and how they deal with the challenge of buying secret Christmas gifts for each other with very little money. It's a story written by O. Henry. Uh, what's the name of that story? And remember, our theme for this whole quiz is gifts. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. <laughs> you'll you'll hear it and you'll go no like, idea. that's what it is? So. Yeah, so... It's the gift Educate of the Magi. Me. Gift of the Magi. I've never heard of that. Oh, wow. <laughs> can I play the German card? I'm not. You can play either. the German card on that one. <laughs> well, then that's why it's good. You guys are going to collaborate on this. Have, wait, have we gotten anyone right? Yet? <laughs> I, I know. Got, I didn't. You got, you got crap extravaganza. Oh, yes, uh. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what this quiz is turning out to be. But anyway, uh, this last question you guys are going to collaborate on. So, okay, right. we're going to stick with this gift of the Magi theme here. So, if you've heard the story, what did the husband buy for the wife? And what did the wife buy for the husband? Do you know? <laughs> That's all? Uh, yeah. Do you know the, the story? Like, uh, what happens is they end up selling their positions in order to getting a Christmas gift for their spouse, which... You, you don't you you guys have heard the story i know you've heard the story hey, i have heard the story but i i have no idea what they gave each other like uh uh i, I, I a, a tree i don't know <laughs> i have no clue i've no right, what so she bought him a chain for his watch and he bought her oh, a set yeah. of beautiful combs yes so yes. what did they sell to get the money to buy those gifts so she sold her hair to get the chain for the watch that he ended up selling his watch to buy yes. her the comb yes that's, that's the whole oh, uh, gift see. of the magi story yes. oh, okay i gotta look that yes. up I do remember that now. Um, <laughs> it's all coming back to you. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was abysmal. <laughs> See, you take six weeks off. Look what's happening. Very good quiz, Joe, but a little hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when you said go with the gift theme, that's, that's what you come up with. It's so. impressive. <laughs> it's impressive. Uh, so, uh, yes, I guess the win goes to the quiz master this time around. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, and that brings us to the end of another, I would say, pretty good podcast. I would say so. Uh, it was lively. And uh, next next time around, we're doing our Hallmark Movie Challenge, gentlemen. I would say if any of our uh, loyal listeners want to put a Hallmark movie for us to view on our Facebook page, they should do it soon. Uh, we might watch it. Axel, we know for sure Axel will watch it. I started, uh, yes. Yeah, Uh we actually have started to uh we got uh four minutes into one before we were like no can't can't do this one and then Did it involve uh, someone with a heart of gold who came home for the holidays and ran into an old flame uh well yes they all do um okay <laughs> there there was one that we had a family debate about though last night it was uh do they uh does does the family sell the movie theater that has been in the 
in the family history forever. And, uh, and my wife was like, Hey, that's a new one. And I'm like, no, because last year it was the bakery and the year before that it was the hotel <laughs> and the year before that it was the department store. So they just switch out like what's the thing that they're selling. Mm-hmm. The rest is the same. But yeah. nonetheless, we'll still watch. Uh, we will watch the Hallmark movies and we will review them for you here on this podcast. And we expect listenership to triple once again, correct? Let's just yeah. ask you. That was like one of our highest listened episodes. So. Maybe Hallmark should sponsor us. Yeah. Maybe. I could see a Hallmark Costco pairing that would oh be. Oh my gosh. Yes. That would be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Be pretty big. So good. So until that time, uh, stay safe, stay away from COVID. It ruins everything. It's been great talking with you guys. Uh, have a great week. We'll be back soon. You too. See you soon. Mm-hmm.